0: Welcome to Getting Sports with the Drunk. I guess that audio is not loud enough. Uh, I am not the Hostess Cupcake the Riddler. He is here though.
1: It wasn't even like on. Yeah, I didn't hear shit. It wasn't loud enough. There just wasn't any.
0: So weird. Well, the people of PPRN heard it. So, well, we'll have to work on that kink still. Don't know why. But we're here. Say hello.
2: Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, we had to start on time today because some
1: asshole has to get better.
0: Listen, we we start relatively around the same time.
1: You're so funny. I, I, I like how you like you insulted Kendall in a way that was like, like yeah, we actually have to do the thing we say we're gonna do every week <laughs> just because Kendall said so. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck that guy.
2: Thank you, Hector. Hey, that's my charger. So when I go to bed, I gotta take it. Right now, We're on the air, by the way. Love
0: you. This would have been off to a real smooth start. You know, Hector know paid a visit.
1: I'm Mark. She's Washville.
0: Yep.
2: Nope. And the... I am... Oh, sorry. last mass Chris Massey.
0: <laughs> and the Red of Red Baron. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy today. <laughs> He's a real Mick douchebag. Sorry, Kendall. I have
1: to be That's my favorite. Now. That's my favorite McDonald's meal. It's
0: back for the for the fall. Oh, God,
2: my balls.
1: All right. Thank you. Uh, toast of excellence for starting lineups.
2: Uh, my start of lineups is a uh, I've had this a couple times on this last month, but it's straight city from two rows Located
0: in Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, I, being a generally disgusting person, uh, am having another Beer Bloody Mary featuring uh, a Yingling traditional lager and Manny's Ultimate Bloody Mary.
2: Very disgusting human being.
0: I prefaced that already.
2: I'm just saying, you, you suck as a human.
1: Appreciate it. Riddler. (laughs)
2: I'm
1: actually not drinking anything. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not feeling very thirsty. Oh, hey, that's okay. Yeah. Just being a bitch. (laughs) Soul's laying it on thick. Kendall doesn't mean it. He doesn't think it's okay.
0: I think it is okay.
1: Yeah. You don't, because you're you're like a borderline
2: alcoholic.
0: I mean, that's your opinion.
2: Uh, I'm just kidding, Kendall. I didn't Uh, mean that
0: going in right now yeah i mean he is just like rah, hot just rah, thank you off the press well i i didn't mean it that way but i but i know that i mean you know what i mean it's something that i feel anyway
1: it's something that i feel <laughs> anyway <laughs> best left unsaid just saying say that but like yeah sexy,
2: bitch.
0: that's right put that on his shirt uh,
2: my toast of excellence is to the miami marlins They did me a huge favor this weekend
1: by beating the Brewers a couple times. Hey, I mean, guy, we we beat the Padres a whole bunch. Yeah, true. I didn't even know this. I'm
2: so worried about the team behind me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, Albert Pujols just hit a home run. Did he? Yeah. Can we just talk about real quick how even even if Judge – did the Yankees play already today? I think they're playing right now. Even if so, judge, this is this would be judge's last chance. Even mm-hmm. if judge hits the sixty-second home run, it's so overshadowed by Albert Pujols' resurgent career. Yeah, do you think he played next year? No shot. right? No, he's he's uh, all the comment, all the sports analysts and stuff, and said like when Albert when Pujols says he's going to do something, he does it. And honestly, since he made the playoffs and he got to seven hundred, there's no reason to come back. Right.
0: I mean that was kind of my toast. That moment where the uh, Wainwright he and Yadier left the field at the same time. That was kind of like a cool, cool moment. I don't like how you called him Yadier. Well, I know him personally. I, I believe you. I, I met him in a dream one time. He didn't. He didn't recognize me though. In the dream. In the dream, yeah. It's kind of a bummer. In your own dream. He embarrassed in me. Dream, he he embarrassed is. me in front of my friends.
1: That's funny. Uh, my toast of excellence is to the Seattle Mariners breaking their twenty one year sh- sh- twenty one year playoff street, uh, drought, the longest in all sports. Actually, very Looking exciting.
0: I was expecting I was expecting our our text like group chat to be like going off, but it was pretty much quiet.
1: Yeah, well, Kyle doesn't. Kyle's not a real Mariners fan.
2: Yeah, like, I'm a half-Mariner's fan. And Kyle Lewis isn't playing, so fuck them.
0: Hey, if you say so.
2: But Julio Rodriguez just got activated, so that's cool. Yeah, he's really good. Um,
0: All right, well. So, so,
2: so, so who would they be playing? The Mariners would be playing the Jays,
1: right? Yeah, the Mariners are playing the Jays in Toronto.
2: Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay the three, so they're playing the Guardians.
1: They're- they're hosting
2: Cleveland. <laughs> Seattle could beat Toronto. That's going to be a fun series, though.
0: Yeah, do we want to do a a, a quick, like, uh, thoughts of the conclusion of uh, MLB? White Sox are
2: terrible. They, yeah, uh, they got hurt a lot this season. And you guys, La Russa just retired.
1: There's no way Ozzie Gann isn't coaching the White Sox. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. I I I don't know. He just like he went on this like rant about how nobody in the world knows this ball club better than him, and like NBC Sports was like posting it and like I just, just fucking bring him in, make it happen. <laughs> was he doing like commentary for them? Yeah, he does the uh, post game show with Frank Thomas and Chuck Garfine.
2: Dude, he should be the coach, and then bring Frank Thomas as a hitting coach.
1: That's what I'm saying. to get Burley in there as the pitching coach. Nah, Ethan Katz is really good. But you know, fire G- Giolito. like just because.
0: <laughs> Pack your he bags. Had a rough season. Yeah, he had he a rough
1: season. Yeah, but you know what, though, Kyle. At least we didn't go into the last weekend of the season up one game and get swept by our division rivals.
0: Yeah, I I've been very upset. You know.
1: Oh, wait, wait, Kendall, I wasn't done yet. And have our two aces lose. Let's go! Let's go! Sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 sorry.
0: Yeah, there's nothing like, you know, having so much, you know, to work, you know, work so hard and, you know, be up basically, call four and a half games in August. Let all that go, and then, you know, when push comes to shove, you're facing the red-hot rivals. You have your two best, arguably, you know, three best pitchers going, and for none of them to show up. And not even for your, your your hitters to show up and just pretty much get embarrassed on the road. Um, you know, I, I've been f- wrong before, but I kind of now expect an early exit for the Mets in the postseason. I I just,
1: you I, what happens. I think that's what happens when you let. That's what happens when you let fucking Sal Perez win a ring. <laughs> I, I mean, at this, at this point, <laughs> if he's the reason, you know,
0: good good on Dude, him.
1: Well, did you see the guy? Did you see the Vikings fan in London? Um, no. Oh my god, this dude had a full body tattoo. And down you one No, I did see it. Yeah, down one whole arm was a sleeve of, like, Viking pillagers, like, basically murdering Green Bay Packers. <laughs> like, Aaron Rodgers getting his throat slit and, like, Clay Matthews having a spear through his fucking head. <laughs> and then down the other arm was a bunch of fucking Vikings decapitating lions. And then on the stomach was a giant dragon being ridden by a Viking, being fed a bear. <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool tattoo. Pretty t- dedication. Yeah, I mean that's the type of guy that drinks Bloody Marys with beer in them. Yeah, Did you see my tattoos. You don't have any
0: tattoos. You just described them almost perfectly. You can't even, you can't even spell tattoo. I think it's a silent H in it, right at the end. No, it's T O T W O. But yeah, I mean, it was it was very disappointing. Uh, I'm I've been very upset all all weekend long, um, because the Mets really they they needed they needed the buy, they, they 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 needed the time to rest up, let those guys get healthy, and uh, I just I don't see it. I, I hope to be proven wrong, but the the Braves are not the team to. To make the mistake. They they don't. They're the, the teams. They win the games they have to. They don't lose to the teams that are worse than they are. They take full advantage. And I expect them to make a deep run. If not win another
1: World Series. So.
0: Congrats Braves. Hey,
1: well hey Kendall, Can I tell you something that will make you happy? Yes. I follow this comedian guy on Instagram. And he does these skits. Where he pretends to sell. Or like he pretends to be like a someone welcoming someone to a new city,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and he um like kind of gives them like all the like the stereotypes of the city and stuff. And like whenever there's like sports teams that don't have championships, he makes a joke about them not having any. Like when they did their when he t- when they did like welcome to Phoenix, he gave them chips and salsa, and they go, "Hey, there's no chips." And he goes, "Yeah, just like the Cardinals and the Suns <laughs> and stuff like that." The At the end, he always has, like, a tagline. His tagline for Boston was pretty funny, and I think it would really make you laugh. What do you got? Welcome to Boston. We're everyone... Welcome to Boston. Hey, we're obnoxious, but we're also drunk. (laughs) I like that. You know what Kyle likes? What's that? Teenage Ninja Turtles. That he does. I do like them. Hey, Kyle, you want to hear a cool, fun fact I found out? What's before, up? Before we get more into sports talks, if you go to Domino's and you just stand in Domino's, when somebody calls like an order in, the the ringtone in the Domino's is the theme song from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when they're fighting the Foot Clan in the Domino's. Is it really? Yeah, it's like for real. Like jo- Josh told me that, my brother in law. He went to Domino's and he, he was in there and the fu- it started ringing and he goes, no fucking way. <laughs> It's pretty wild. Yeah, right? You should, we should go to a Domino's and just wait for someone to call. Or better yet, we should go to Domino's and have Kendall call. Oh, from the car? No, no, no. From the restaurant.
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm standing in line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think Debo Samuel kind of looks like Des Bryant? A little bit. Yeah. Not because they're black. I wasn't trying to say that. I think Debo's a very narrow head. Yeah. I'm thinking about starting my Madden franchise up since Mox not here. <laughs>
0: well somebody's gotta fill that role.
1: Well, so I've been playing one where like I'm trying to do it like super realistic. And so I have injuries on and um I'm uh I'm currently uh six and three and uh Justin Fields went down for five games. So insert insert Trevor Semian. Ooh, He's the Bears' actual backup. I did not know that for some reason. Yeah. I tried to be somewhat realistic because I really wanted Chris Olave in the game.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
1: like, because, because like, in the game, he's just, uh, he's not, like, an actual Madden rookie. He's a rookie that someone, like, created in a, in a share file. So because he's only, like, a 71 overall, I could have probably traded him for, like, a fifth round pick but I wanted to keep it realistic, so I did the right thing, and I offered them a second-round pick.
0: Yeah, Good on you. Playing it yeah. right. Hey, this is not a shot at Massey. It's more so like he's he's pretty good at things. Do you think he is the type of person who creates players like that?
1: No, Massey. I don't think Massey's bought Madden in years. No? No. I don't think Massey really – Massey never really played sport games. He seems like know, he has I'm the capability –
2: Massy Goro.
1: <laughs> Massey Goro? Masi is the female version of Goro. That's Shiva. Same person. Well, no, but Shiva's already a character. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to say this.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> ooh, to the E to the Uba-ah. Ah. God damn it
1: be pretty cool if Cooper Cup did not beat me tonight. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean uh yeah the Guardians got uh they got hot at the right time. They took advantage of a White Sox team that was very disappointing this year. Um it looked like for a while the twins were gonna be the team to beat but as we all would have predicted that that didn't stick. <laughs> and uh Buxton got hurt. So you got the Guardians. Yeah but Buxton's always hurt. Um, True Mike Trout's got to be pissed he's finally starting to have healthy seasons, and they got somebody on his team more MVP-worthy than him.
2: Dude, it's amazing to me how he still has 39 home runs.
1: Um, and I, There's a couple things, though, that I think need to really be talked about going into the MLB postseason, and it's that with all the with all the additions in the offseason and how good the Mets were and how the Braves didn't miss a step. I think a lot of people in the NL are very like, are, are like sleeping on the Dodgers and that's kind of scary to me. Yeah. And uh, I think that Aaron judge hitting all these home runs at the end of the year to tie the AL record and potentially take the lead to on, on today is overshadowing the fact that they've had an abysmal second half of the season. And that they still have to probably face the Astros to get to the World Series, and that hasn't worked out so well for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. That despite the Dodgers, you know, having 110 wins, no one is talking about them. Um, I don't
1: hear anything about. I don't hear anything about them. I listen to the Tony Kornheiser show on my commute to work three times a week. I listen to uh, PTI. I listen to Around the Horn because I can't watch them on TV at home. Cause I usually don't get home in time for them. So I listen to the podcast versions mm-hmm. and the Dodgers are like so rarely talked about, but like the Braves and the Mets are always highlighted.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's just because of how tight the Annalise race has been with potentially three teams making it, but you're right. And especially like, like Houston, like it wouldn't shock me whatsoever. If we see a Dodgers Astros world series, like not even in the slightest, it just would almost be like business as usual for for
1: baseball. Well, the Dodgers. Go ahead. No, go
2: ahead. I think people are
1: just not talking about him because it clinched like nine years ago.
0: <laughs> people already forgot.
1: <laughs> no, 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 but like, but even still, like, I feel like throughout the duration of the season, I didn't, I haven't really heard a lot of Dodgers talk. Like, really, like other than like, like it, like the sports world wouldn't stop talking about the Dodgers when they pulled Clayton Kershaw during his perfect bid. And then I feel like I haven't heard anything really about them since. Like, I just feel like the Dodgers this season, even though they have all this firepower, they kind of just went out, took care of business every series, won a bunch of games, but they didn't do it in ways where they like put up 25 runs. They didn't score, you know, that didn't have 25, you know, like, like uh didn't have like 26 home run games. They were just, Kind of like solid baseball players all year. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they are.
2: You got fucking Freddie Freeman. Yeah,
1: yeah. They got
2: I three forty again.
1: I just wanted to
0: mention one more quick Mets thing before I, I let it go. Uh, I've been very disappointed. I was excited about their off season additions made, but you know for the umpteenth year in a row, I think their end or, or their mid season moves once again didn't work out. You know, I think guys like JD Davis outperforming on a different team, uh, letting go of prospects for guys like, you know, Vogelbeck who are just, you know, it's a, it's a designated hitter. You can't put him in the field. It's a guy just to hit home runs. And um, and then you're getting bested by players that you once had two years ago, you know, being, you know, Travis Darno, and, and it's just upsetting to kind of see the, the short-sightedness. And, you know, it's like, you know, that's what you get. That's what you get, Mets. Yeah, so, take take your pills and you know, fart yourself to sleep.
2: Want to hear a crazy stat? Yes. JT Romuto just got thrown out stealing the base for the first time this year. He was twenty two for twenty two going into this game. Well, wow. pretty good for that's,
0: a catcher. That's pretty crazy. In general, does he? he doesn't really steal a lot of bases, doesn't he? He's, that's kind of like his stat line usually.
2: You, like it's weird for a catcher to steal twenty plus bases.
0: Yeah. I mean he's pretty athletic though. He's not like a I mean he's, no, he's very athletic. He's no uh wow, Rod Barajas. Uh
2: he was bad. <laughs> it's cool that the fucking commercials went on later or later. Fucking dickheads.
0: Uh, do you guys think the Sorry. the Cardinals are anything to be reckoned with, or they're just kind of like the best team out of a subpar division?
1: Hey guys, I'll be right back.
0: Okay. Um,
2: I think they could be. Oops. The problem is, is that they're pitching. They're starting with p- pitching, not that great.
0: Yeah. I, so you and I spoke about this briefly on the phone, and.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I just I was kind of of the opinion that there's a lot of stuff going on. Excuse me, uh, with this team, and it's exciting. You know, you, you know they're, they're they're winning. You know, Pools is hitting the the, the home runs. You know, everything happening with Molina and Wayne Wright. These guys are kind of going out on top, as it were. But I I just don't I don't see it being enough. It, it, to me, it seems like you know, hey, what a what a great time we're having. We're going to come to the postseason, and we're just gonna get beat. I don't know. This could be an overreaction. I don't know.
2: Well, like, could Montgomery came back down to earth from his hot start with them. Mm-hmm. Quintana is what he is at this point. He's either going to pitch five or six good innings, and that's it. And then Michaelis sucks, in my opinion. I think he's a very hittable pitcher. Wainwright's 52. Like their their number one was Jack Flaherty and he got hurt. So it's kind of like they have poor they have Arnado and Goldschmidt. Really the yeah. only two guys you gotta be afraid of in that line. I'm not really afraid of Tommy Edmund and even pools. I think people, honestly, in my opinion, I think pitchers were just kinda of throwing fastballs.
0: I mean, it, it's possible. I, I I think a lot of those, you know, home runs were, were genuine, but th- that could be a thing.
2: Yeah, I think people are still trying to pitch to him, but I don't think they were throwing, like, you know, their best pitches at him. I think they were just kind of just throwing fastballs, which isn't a bad thing.
0: Right. I want to see if I can get him. He has a... been able
2: to hit a fastball in a couple of years now because he's fucking 95. <laughs>
0: I just want to take a, like a picture of the bracket to kind of get an understanding. and I can't, Of course, I can't find a good one.
2: So, yeah. Seattle will be playing Toronto. That would be a fun three-game series.
1: You're going to have
2: Robbie Ray versus Gossman. Either uh, Marco, Gil, uh, Marco Gonzalez and Logan Gilbert. The Blue Jays are going to have probably out Gossman, Manoa, and I don't want to say Ross Stripling. I think that'd be bad. That would not be good for them.
0: Yeah. Um. What, what,
2: is there, but he's been so bad.
0: What's kind of like your prediction for how that was going to shake out?
2: Um, we don't know about the Phillies' throwers yet. There's still a chance that the Phillies could fuck this up.
0: But let's say, you know, knock on whatever. Let let's say that you know Philadelphia pulls it out. They they face the Cardinals.
2: I'm gonna be biased. I think they can beat the Cardinals.
0: I also do. Um,
2: I think they'll get shitted on by the Braves, but
0: I I kind of foresee like it it will go it'll go full series. Um, but I think you're right. I think the pitching is better, and I think there's more there's just more firepower for Philadelphia. Uh, I think they, they haven't
2: but, shown it in the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, but that but that's the thing with it with a lineup like that, it they can they can have that that slow spell because all those players are are, are proven talents that can you know turn it on when they need to. And it we were just saying like it's it's the um Arenado and um oh my god we just said his name um Gold, Goldschmidt show that's it you
2: no know, the guy that's like you know a Triple Crown maybe winner
0: yeah. But I mean, so you yeah, got sure. a three, you're three and four, and and that's it. Where I, the 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 Phillies kind of have like they have the luxury of you can kind of build that lineup wherever you want.
2: I got a question for you. Yes. There's been a lot of talks about the Phillies going after Trey Turner next year. And if they do, do you think that's goodbye to Reese Hoskins?
0: Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, my question would be: Do they have the capital to do that?
2: Uh, they could spend money. Their owner has a shit ton of money. He's just cheap fuck. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, 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 really didn't know. I, it's, it seems like it's never really talked about in that organization.
2: So, this is how I pictured it. How do we go? They could either a trade Gene Segura, which I don't think they would do because he's like the clubhouse leader.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think they would just shift him to third. I think they would put Bryson Stott at short and Trey at, Turner at second and Alec Baum at first.
0: Yeah, I, I would see that. A...
2: And then you would have Harper back out and right, Brandon Marsh, and Schwarber in left, and Cassiano of the
0: Now, would that mean they would try to shop Reese, or is his, is his contract expiring as well?
2: I think he has one more year.
0: So foreseeably would that would you try to turn that into pitching or what, what, what would you expect? That's
2: what I would think they would either try to get a starter or they would get a, a high end reliever.
0: Because I mean, I don't I don't think you know the, the moves made at the trade deadline were all that bad. I think things kind of worked out in a way. I don't know what the, like the kind of like the final numbers have been.
2: Abe Robertson struggled a little bit. Um Marsh has actually been playing pretty well. He's been playing pretty well since he came over. What the fuck else did I get? Did we get? Cindergaard. He's been whatever. He's probably not gonna be back.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, it was, it was kind of lateral. It wasn't, it wasn't good nor bad, because you know they they got a five, and that's kind of what you expect yeah. out of him. So, and...
2: unless they see like a big improvement in his velocity next year.
0: Yeah. But it it, it wasn't a waste of time doing that. It was just, you know, as advertised, I guess.
2: And to be honest with you, I think the Phillies next year are hoping that one of the two kids is ready to come up.
0: Yeah. I I could see that.
2: Three guys uh, Eflin, Syndergaard, and Gibson, all free agents next year. Gibson, goodbye. Yeah. Um,. But if that painter kid who had a one point, what five ERA throughout his whole minor league this year, is ready to come up, awesome.
0: Oh, you're talking Curtis Painter, right?
2: Dude, this kid's insane. <laughs> this kid, uh, one is six seven, right? Mm-hmm. And you fucking, I think had a one point six seven ERA with like, nineties plus strikeouts to like. Less than twenty
3: walks. Oh, yeah, he's
0: only nineteen. <laughs> um, so I think we're on board. We think Philadelphia moves on versus St. Louis. Um, foreseeably, I am envisioning the Mets versus the Padres. Um, for you know, for the sake of being a fan, I I think that I will hope the Mets advance. Uh, I I have. A bunch of doubts. Um, uh, to to kind of our dismay, the Padres sort of not not got it together, but they they played well enough to you know kind of they got a spot. You know the, I think it's more of an example of them taking advantage of the other teams in their division versus them really stepping up. You know what I mean? I don't I don't think they won the big games. They just won the games they should have. If that makes any sense. Oh,
2: yeah. I can see the Mets. I, I do see the Mets beating the Padres. I I, know, I can also see them losing to the Padres.
0: Right. like it, it wouldn't surprise me, especially, you know, because we always say this in baseball. It's the teams who get hot in, we'll, we'll call it, like after the after the first and, week of September. that Those are the teams that go far. And the Mets have not been that whatsoever. The, the Braves have been that. Um, yeah, it pisses me off. So, I mean, and, and like, you know, whoever whoever goes on, San Diego or New York, I think has a tall order versus the Dodgers. Um,
2: Oh, the Padres play the Dodgers. They're getting swept. They, they can't beat them.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't see the Do- uh, the Dodgers losing to the Padres. If the Mets advance, I think the Mets could make it interesting if they get their act together. Um, it's but, about pitching in that series. Yeah. Uh, of which you know the starting pitching has to kind of step up in a big way because they they haven't um how
2: uh, and degar
0: well yeah and like this is this is no like these guys are are that good and and I think they they mm-hmm. can flip the switch if they need to as of late they they haven't been hit for you know the the you know they're not, they're not getting the run support but this it, it isn't they have not been a, a sharp now granted you know both coming off injury, sure, is so significantly older. You can only be dominant for so long. I I understand this. Um, I think there's a, there's definitely there's there are Mets fans out there who are who are certainly kind of they live in this fantasy world where they think pitchers once they're good they're good forever, and that's not the case. You and I we've seen it. Remember when like in high school we thought Tim Lincecum was gonna be good forever. It just seemed that way. He's, you know he was so dominant, but things happen. You know, and you lose velocity, you get hurt. And, you know, some things just don't come back. And, and who knows? Maybe we're seeing the, the the tail end of the that dominance that DeGrom had. Or perhaps it was, you know, injury and, you know, n- not really playing a spring. I don't know. I, I really don't have an answer for that. But you hope when you come into the playoffs and you have this pedigree of being an elite pitcher that you, you, you show up. And, and you get those, you know, eight, nine strikeout appearances and, and – so that's that's all I could hope for.
2: Um,
0: do you want to flip over to the, the AL side real quick?
2: Yeah,
0: the AL. Um, We sort of mentioned you know Seattle already. Seattle and, and Toronto. Uh, what are your kind of expectations for that?
2: I think that like, series is going to have a lot of offense.
0: I think uh, it's. it's you got... Oh, go ahead.
2: Because on the Toronto side, you have what? Yeah, Springer who's been to the playoffs a hundred times, he knows how to win. You have Flat, you have Bichette, you have Guriel. you have apparently Alejandro Kirk is nasty. Um, they just have a very deep lineup.
0: Yeah, it's very explosive. Um, and
2: then on the Seattle side of it, they you have a lot of guys that don't hit for average, but a lot of guys that can put it out of the
0: park. Yeah. I think it's the most intriguing matchup. People the... going to
2: tune into that just for Julio Rodriguez.
0: Yeah, my only fear, and it's sort of the fear I have for a team like St. Louis, is: Are you just happy to be there? And we know from history, if you're just happy to be there, you don't win. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I have belief. I think it was, we've seen it for the past, I don't know, five years. Seattle's been close they made it this time they got over the hump they they got the you know the the, the, the monkey off the back the proverbial monkey off the back it, it's it's awesome it's like one of the best things that's happened for baseball in a long time
2: mm-hmm. um I I and he, just I have I'm not gonna say he is the next generation I'm saying he's compared he's comparable to the Ken Grisham.
0: Mm-hmm. which is Especially which is awesome is. yeah uh,
2: like so, when he's on the field, he makes that team
0: that much better. Yeah, actually, what's wrong even this Rams game. What's wrong with it? I don't
2: know. Just hasn't not fucking doing anything. <laughs> this app is trash.
0: <laughs> Take that ESPN, we're coming after you. Um, and then you know Tampa Bay, who you know it seems like they they're the the team that's always making it nowadays. Uh facing off against the guardians uh what are your kind of expectations for that
1: uh not a lot of run score. i'm here hi paul
0: he is here
1: so it got real it got real noisy downstairs i, uh, I live in a duplex as mm-hmm. you guys know but i'm just saying um and so the downstairs neighbors uh we don't have any right now and all of a sudden i just hear all this noise in the house Downstairs, I'm like, "What's going on?" So I go outside. And it's the landlord. He's he's dropping off all the supplies. He needs the paint. <laughs> so it's like, is there a Sorry ghost
0: here?
3: You.
1: Huh? What? I was saying, is there a ghost here? No, it's my landlord. I just said it. No, I know, but but what if it was a ghost? Well, Jeff Wilson just scored like a thirty-yard touchdown. So there you go. Did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
0: that's pretty neat.
1: So what are you guys talking about? Sorry. Uh we were discussing about- the uh, Tampa Bay Guardians. Guardians. Sorry, but someone keeps cutting in and out. I don't know who it is.
0: I think it's it's kind I talking at the same time. Oh, but we we're uh, discussing that uh, that upcoming series.
1: Oh, what? Cleveland, Cleveland, and Tampa.
0: Yeah, and kind of what we expect.
1: Well, I think that Cleveland's going to suffer from. Something I think I think Cleveland's going to suffer from. They got what's his name there, Ramirez. He's going to get his. No matter who he's, he's just a hitter. But all that continuously have been doing very well all season are going to suffer from the fact that. The, the, the Tampa Bay Pitching isn't going to make mistakes like the AL Central had been making to players like Josh Naylor all season long. Um, to be, like Josh Naylor would be a non-factor for that series.
2: And you hate that guy.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I, hate, I tell you what, I hate the new rule for next season for baseball, but it's going to help the White Sox so much. Which one? The, the scheduling change. you hear about that, Kendall?
0: That There's um, more interleague, right?
2: Everybody plays each other
1: once. At, le- at least everybody once, Everybody right? plays each other. Yeah, everybody plays each other. So all those games are coming from, they're taking division games away to make room for those games. So mm-hmm. you'll only play the people in your division, like I think it's like 12 times or something like that instead of like 19 like it is. Or no, I think it goes down to 19 from like 20-something. Which I'm not a fan of because division baseball is very local or, you know, baseball is very local and it's, um, it's division. Division stuff yeah. is what makes it. But yeah, I just like that also. All right. Hold on, guys.
0: Yep. Um, when Paul gets back, i will be curious to <clears throat> hear his reasoning for uh, why I thinks it would help the White Sox. Um,
1: because they always lose to the AL Central and beat everybody else.
0: Well, hey, there we go, perfect. Uh, I I'm kind of in the the camp that uh, Tampa Bay is not gonna not gonna falter. I think there's just the recent experience will be good enough. The they, they seem that the pitching always is there. You know the, the the lineup just they they produce in you know small ways, but it's effective. Uh, so I I foresee, perhaps even a sweep?
2: I, I don't think so. I think, I, in my opinion, I think the Guardian from the series.
0: Yeah, why is that?
2: I do think they, have, they just have a little more offense than Tampa Bay does. You, you have Jose Ramirez, Andres Jimenez is playing well, and Rosario apparently is way better than the Mets thought.
1: Yeah, but everybody forgets about the one advantage that Tampa Bay has in a home series, especially – one where they don't have to go, where they're not going to go to Cleveland at all. Sure. And that's that no team outside of the AL East is equipped to handling playing defense on that turf field. Yeah, you're right.
0: I do agree, Kyle. That I do think it's not going to be like a big scoring affair.
2: I think that's going to be the worst series out of all four. I could see that. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: And then, who do you you know? Whoever you think is advancing, how do you think they fare versus New York?
2: I think New York gets beat by whoever. I think they're an overrated team. I think they were carried by Judge earlier in the season, and they're still carried by Judge. Yep. Their pitching is vastly overrated. Garrett Cole gets lit up time to time.
0: Yeah, and I, I think Paul was sort of alluding to this before. Um, it, it's kind of like this. It's been like this fantasy, you know. We, we we've the, the team has enjoyed this this exciting. Oh, you know, Judge is hitting all these home runs, blah blah blah. And, and like you're saying, you can't forget all those times that they lost. You know, just because of you know, oh, you know, Judge hit one home run and they lost eight to one. That that game, I uh, I could see either team beating the Yankees and, and you know, just putting that to bed. Um
2: and garden.
0: who who um what would be the next uh Toronto versus Seattle who would they face off against? Houston. Houston, there we go. Yeah yeah. Plank yeah. blanked hard there. Uh it's a tall order. It's Houston. Yeah they're just playing the
2: loose
0: Yeah, it it would be a, it would be a shock.
2: To have so much experience. Yeah, they have probably the best pitching out of all the teams. And they're the fucking Astros, they don't suck.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Despite all the stuff that's happened in the past, here they are again. So you know, all all naysayers, you know, understand the real.
2: I think they lost Correa and Springer the last two years, and they're still finding ways to Yeah, Yeah.
0: they're they're still a 100-win team. But yeah, I mean, I I
1: don't... At least Springer made the playoffs outside of the Astros. True. Very
0: true. True.
2: You don't think he returned to the Twins, do you?
1: No, I don't think I, think, I think maybe if the Twins had stayed, like the the the, the Twins just kind of like, they weren't even in the playoff race once September started. Like they were just on such a downswing. I, I don't think so. I think, you know, the Twins, I think the Twins were hoping that if Buxton stayed healthy and they got a couple surprises, that they would have been able to win the division and maybe make it out of the wild card round and then Correa would have wanted to stay. But not, now I'm not so sure.
0: yep um but i guess it's all as as far as i would want to go you know we we still have to see there's three games left of the season you know as of our recording tonight and but foreseeably the way we kind of you know painted our playoff picture i think that's how it's going to stay and um yeah this this friday is when it all starts right that's the first games
2: yep this friday starts playoffs
0: um they haven't announced any sort of schedule have they they, they kind of have to wait, right?
2: Um, they might have it out, like who's playing who and all that stuff.
0: I know sometimes it's it's hard those um to catch some of those early games because they, they have to fit them in. It's like a you know a Friday like one o'clock. There's like a playoff game. It's like, well, I guess I'll try to keep tabs on my phone.
2: Yeah, I'm going out of work. The Phillies are on.
0: But I think it's a little bit. If they could start on a Friday, presumably they'd keep stuff for prime time. I
1: think, right? I...
2: Well, it would be four o'clock.
1: Okay. I think Korea. I think Korea ends up in either the Cubs or in the Los Angeles
2: Angels or Dodgers.
1: Angels. Both. I think they're gonna. Do, I think the Angels are gonna do whatever they can to keep Otani. I think that this. The thirty million for arbitration thing—I think that's just essentially the MLB equivalent of the franchise tag to try to figure some stuff out this offseason. Yeah, I agree. Because if they can't figure it out, Otani's going to leave, and then they're going to be—you know—they're just going to be back to nothing. At least now yeah, they get. Are, At least now they get TV deals and contracts. Yeah.
2: There are talks about them like they should be trading Trout, and I'm like, maybe the haul you can get forms
1: insane i think if they're smart i don't know i mean like i know you don't really see this kind of thing but i think if they're smart the angels should try to find a deal to package both of them and just reap in the benefits like just do a trout and otani trade like while otani doesn't have this big deal yet you know because because the other thing too is if you're the angels like you can do this to a team where it's not it's not going to be a team like the Yankees or or the Dodgers because like they wouldn't have the capital to bring both of those guys in. Like you would want to you instead you would want to trade them to like a fringe team, like a team like the Cubs who like were so bad and everyone thought they were going to be terrible and then had like an amazing second half of the season. And that you know like and so that they can give up not only prospects but like MLB ready people now. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if any team really has enough to trade for both of them, but
2: you can say goodbye to all forty-five prospects you have.
1: <laughs> no, but like, but not even that. Though, like, think about it, like from the Angel standpoint. Think of it from like, like the White Sox. I'm not saying the White Sox should do this. I'm not saying I'm a fan of it. I'm just they're the first team I thought of. But like, they could give. You know, the White Sox have. You know, we'll call it three or four intriguing prospects. But then they could also incorporate people like Gavin Sheets. Garrett Crochet, Andrew Vaughn, Eloy Jimenez, like young pieces that are MLB proven ready now. And, you know, and their teams in the MLB will do that. They'll trade for, you know, guys that like, you know, look really good now, but there's no promises for two guys that guaranteed are ready now.
2: Actually, you know a team that could probably pull
1: off a trade like that? Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore has a lot Baltimore had a, you know, Baltimore did a lot of things this season to make themselves look real good for uh upcoming trades. That yeah, like
2: honestly all they're really missing is like
1: two starters
2: and then they're a playoff team.
1: But of course, the Phillies will just not do anything to bolster so their pitching and they'll get Carlos Correa. <laughs> yep,
2: probably.
1: And then they will go. They will go six hundred with most runs scored, most runs given up.
2: Probably. It's actually the uh, Nationals, by the way. They're a bad team.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the Nationals don't score a lot of runs.
2: Yeah, I know. They're running. I'm saying if,
1: I'm saying Dude, if the Phillies, Phillies the... team this year had Carlos Correa, they probably would have scored the most runs, but also given up the most runs. Yeah. <laughs> Where is
2: this? Grabbing a beer quick. The Dodgers had a 333 run differential this year. Wow. That's insane.
1: That'll win you some games. (laughs) Well, I remember one time there was like, I forget what team it was, but it was like 15, 20 years ago. There was a team in the NHL that like like halfway through the season, they were. I forget what it went by. Like, because like in hockey, you don't, you know you you go by points. You don't go by like wins and losses. But like, I forget I forget what team it was. But there was something where they were like, they were like twenty four, like six, and then like three overtime losses. With like a with a goal differential of like minus thirty eight, and it's just because every game they won, they won like three to two, but every game they lost, they lost like six to nothing. Hey, how much keep sure. the ball out of number 11 hands there, huh? <laughs> hey, what Jimmy D's the first quarterback of all time? If Brandon catching the ball. <laughs> So you guys want to talk? Uh, you guys want to talk about two topics that uh, we don't we don't hear we uh, can give our opinions on, but not have mocks. Sure. Okay. One. Even if Aaron Judge were to hit sixty-two, you still don't think he's the MLB lead leader in that home runs all time, right? For a season. No. No. Like you, you, you guys believe that seventy three is the record? I do. Yes, I do too. Okay, that's it. That's all we have to talk about. And then number <laughs> two, um, and then number two. Now I know there's still, uh, there's still fourteen, uh, there's still thirteen games to be played in the NFL season for the Giants. But do you think the Giants are at, now that they're three and one? You know, I had this conversation today. It's like everyone's like, hey. "So this guy, like, they're three and one." I'm like, "Yes, yeah, so you're three and one, and it doesn't matter how you get to three and one. You're three and one, but don't act like you're three and one because you beat the fucking Bucks three times. If you're three and one, you beat three bad teams." Yeah, I you beat three them. bad teams, and you lost to the team that's better than you.
0: Yeah, I think you. I, know,
1: I had I I thought the Giants looked really good when they beat the Titans, and then I saw how bad the Titans. Were. Looked the next three weeks, but anyway, um, do you think that the Giants are playing themselves into a position where they're going to have too high of a draft pick and not be able to get one of these good quarterbacks without trading for them? Because like I, I don't know, I just like I don't I don't care what happens this season. I do not. I, nothing in four games or three years has shown me that Daniel Jones is going to be the guy.
0: No, I I totally agree um I think like we said the the Titans could have easily won that game versus them and you know they are as bad as advertised uh I think the Giants have the ability and probably will split with the majority of their you know division rivals with with the exception of perhaps the Eagles and then they'll be in a situation where they'll be too good to find themselves in a position to get a, a good quarterback. <laughs> I can absolutely see that happening.
1: year? one more time, Kyle. You were kind of uh, quiet there.
2: Is it three or four of them coming out this
1: year? Right, but like, do you think the Giants are going to put themselves into a position where they're going to have to trade to get one of them? Oh yeah, because you, you you look at teams, look, look at the look at the teams that are not like so we look at the NFL, we look at those teams, so like the teams that you would pick, you would venture to guess are going to have a top 10 draft pick this year would be as, you know, we've had a lot of parodies so far this season, but like the Seahawks, they need a quarterback. Atlanta, they need a quarterback. The Panthers, they need a quarterback. Um, You know, potentially the... Drafted. What?
2: Atlanta just drafted one.
1: Yeah, but Obviously, they don't think he's the guy. Um, But still, okay, fine. So we'll take Atlanta out. Um, There's potential for the Colts. They need a quarterback. Um, I don't know how long Jameis Winston's deal is, but the Saints could be in the market for a quarterback. Um, The Washington Commanders are going to be in the market for a quarterback. The Giants will most likely be in the market for a quarterback. The Lions could be in the market for a quarterback. Um, there's a lot of teams that could be in the market for a quarterback this year. And a lot of them could have picks higher than the Giants. Because you figure the Giants are now 3-1. and one. I'm going to pull up this table, Assuming that Saquon Barkley stays healthy. Because really, if he goes down, then, I don't, then this is a, a moot point. So, the Giants play... The Giants play the Packers next week. Now, on paper, the Packers should win that game, but the Packers have not looked good. Mm-hmm. So, the Giants, like in theory, there's like a chance they win that game. I don't think there's any chance they beat the Ravens. The Jaguars, again, the Jaguars should beat them, but the Jaguars are, are a beatable team. Then they play the Seahawks and the Texans, the Lions. They play the Commanders still twice they get the Colts, I mean, like, they could very easily finish the season 9 and 9 and 6 9 and 7, 9 and 8, 9 and 8 9 and 8 they could, they could finish the season 9 and 8 and then all of a sudden, you know not be in a position
0: right, they, they find themselves, like, with the, <laughs> the 18th overall pick
1: right and then you look at you look Teams in the NFL that could be looking quarterback wise. The NFC East is set. The AFC North is set. The AFC South, Indianapolis would probably be looking for a quarterback. Houston also potentially could be looking for a quarterback. I mean they okay. like the Dave Mills. Tampa Bay. Yeah, but Tampa Bay is gonna not Tampa Bay is still gonna have a high draft pick. No, I know. I'm just saying they could be looking for one. Right. And the AFC West Could be the Raiders, who knows. In the NFC East, you have the Commanders, the Giants. The NFC North, it could be the Lions. The NFC South, Carolina, and New Orleans. And then the NFC West, you know, Seattle. But who knows what, you know. Honestly, it would not surprise me in the slightest bit if the fucking 49ers drafted one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I could see them being.
2: Sam butt cheeks.
1: Sorry, just my opinion. Well, we'll never know. So can, we talk about, can we talk about real quick how the. Uh, I just think it's interesting to bring up that um, the Lions have scored 11 more points than this any other team this entire season and only have one win. That's yeah, yeah, wild. <laughs> they've scored 140 points, which is 11 higher than Kansas City, but they've given up 149, or 141, which the next closest team is Seattle with 115.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Great game. They give up all these points, they battle back, and it's just never enough.
2: <laughs> well, the Viking game, they should have won. They were up the entire game.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it blew that one, but I this this topic will make Kyle happy. Steelers stuck. No, let's talk about how let's talk about how absolutely terrible the Ravens defense is.
2: Yeah, they're atrocious. I didn't expect that.
1: The Ravens defense has now the because I believe they'll look it up. Where is the, who the, who do the Ravens play this week? Buffalo, the Bills. If I'm correct, and that's which I believe I am, where is the end quarter? Oh, here we go. Uh, let's see, seven to three, 14 to three. Yeah, the 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 Ravens in in four games this season have blown two seventeen point leads. Yeah, not acceptable.
0: And then, like for um, kind of like on the flip side, in the offense not scoring at all, they they jump out, they don't score ever again, and the defense just blows the lead. Yeah, because
1: a- after the Ravens kicked a field goal with eleven minutes, or the Ravens kicked a field goal at eleven minutes and eighteen seconds. Off the clock, whatever that equates to, um, in the second quarter, and then they didn't score again for the rest of the game. Yeah, they brought in all these pieces to play defense
2: for them, and they just got worse. Makes no sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd say what though, I know I'm not saying this to be like an asshole on this, but um I I'm really I I'm I'm all in on the Zach Wilson hype train. I think he's a lot of fun to watch. He played well. He played well. I'm in on it though. I, I think he's I think he's a lot of fun to watch. I mean I think there's a long way to go. But I think that you know, I think the Jets are a team that like I think I think that they're legitimately like they're they're one, they're like a, a solid receiver away from being like a, a, a real fun offense to watch.
0: Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Okay, oh, go ahead, Kyle.
1: No, they have three good receivers. <laughs> no, but I mean, like a, like a, like a receiver, receiver. You know, you know what I mean. Like like bringing in somebody like a like a like a Devonte Adams or like you know like a DeAndre Hopkins, like a reliable every down guy. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I mean, just. Dis- yeah, dis- yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was d- d- despite all the problems Pittsburgh has had, uh, you know, they, they forced the Jets into a lot of third and longs, and he he converted when it mattered. You know, it's like, you know, playing playing Pittsburgh, no matter what, is always kind of like it's it's not an easy task, and you know, even though they were down, they they battled back, and you know, came away with a win. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Is that, I, it, to Paul's point, it would be, you know, you add a guy who's not like somebody who's just like a name that you kind of say in passing, like oh they had the Jets have him, but you get a, a real household name. And you know the running backs seem to be decent. Kind of see how that offense really you know clicks.
1: Hey, so I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys are watching in the game, but I, the, so the Rams the Rams sent um, Jalen Ramsey in on a cornerback blitz, mm-hmm. and and he did he deflected the it was it was a, a play action screen pass, and and he did manage to deflect the pass. So like you know I know I'm kind of putting my foot my foot in my mouth by saying this, but. As a defensive coordinator, why would you ever not have Jalen Ramsey in coverage no matter what? No matter what play it is, why would you not have arguably the best corner in the NFL covering a receiver? No, you're why right. Would you ever like cuz let's just say in a situation that he doesn't block that and it goes like, I mean, yeah, I know you have guys back there to tackle, but like Jalen Ramsey is he's not just the best corner in the NFL because he also gets interceptions. It mean to be the best corner means you have to be a really good tackler.
0: Yeah, it makes no sense. I mean, there there are, like, you're kind of your middle of the road cornerbacks who are designed just just, for that.
1: I I just don't, yeah, exactly. I don't, I'll never get it. It's the same thing with, like, like, I know, like, you have to take players out for rest or whatever, but, like, I'll never understand, like, why an offensive coordinator for, like, let's just say, like, the, the, the Raiders, for example, like, you put 11 guys out there. I don't care what the play is. Devontae Adams is one of the guys out there. Right. Or, like, the Vikings. Like, I don't care if you're running. Five offensive linemen with three tight ends, a running back, and a quarterback on a designed, you know, outside sweep. You 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 you, you 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 Jefferson on the field because then it forces somebody to stay with Jefferson.
0: Yeah, exactly. And if you want to use the same look for a pass play, it, it, it legitimizes what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I just I'll never understand it. Yeah. Now, what are you watching, the Phillies? Yes. Who cares? Me. They're, it in ain't the play- yet. they're in the playoffs. That's not true. If they
2: win or the Brewers lose, then they're in the playoffs.
0: If he wins and you have to order a pizza to your house, no matter what time it is.
2: Okay, well, none of them are open around here, and it's Monday, so...
0: I think you could find somebody, especially in, in that negative... There's somebody to be open. You'll catch somebody. they will be mad. Your mom's open. That's not nice.
1: Sorry, you know. bitch. So today, today's the last day of baseball, right for the season?
0: No, um, last last series. Oh,
1: um. You think Judge hits it? I don't
2: know. They just scored two runs. I don't know how. <laughs>
1: It wasn't that because it would have been blowing up our phone. Yeah, they I got think you will. Games against the fucking you got four games against the Rangers. If the Rangers, <laughs> if there's anyone that's going to do it, it'll be the Rangers. Uh, stay Stanton out home. Gonzalez and Stanton hit back to back jacks.
0: I think you will. I think it'll be a solo shot,
1: and that'll be it. Oh. That'll be like the, the did last. You you, did you see what the Yankees are doing? No. They're bat and lead leadoff. Oh, are they? Yeah.
0: I caught some of the game on
1: Friday. Did you, did you guys see what Red Zone did? No. No. Red Zone put out a statement yesterday. Um. Uh, because what what time did the Yankees play? They started. Their game started at what time? Uh, 1 first first pitch was at 135 so it was like it was about 130 during the red zone and red zone went and they were just like oh and by the way if you want to see judge take it bats change the channel cuz we're not leaving football <laughs> people are hyping us up i don't, I don't get, too it, get it. it i mean I, I get it he'll be the thing is the a big reason why it's being so hyped up too is because there's a lot of people that firmly believe that if he gets it, that he's the MLB home run leader all time. Like like regardless of league. Because there are people that don't believe Barry Bonds holds the record because he because of the steroid stuff. You know, like they're like the and, and some of them too, like they're not just people like Mike Mock. They're they're like Tony Kornheiser, like a sports analyst. He he firmly believes that the record is sixty one. And then there's other sports analysts that think, you know, if, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to take that out of the record book, then you need to just burn the record book. Right. I mean,
2: be started.
0: I mean there has to be an understanding. It is what it is. I, I, I don't understand people dying on this hill for something that you can't change. You can't go back in time and make it legal or stop them from doing these things. So just move on. Life goes on.
2: And it was legal back
0: then.
2: I yeah, just think of, there are no rules about it.
0: I think of all the wasted arguments. And, and, you know, there are probably a ton of players who did stuff and got away with it. And we'll never know. And we'll talk about them and just glowing. You know, these guys were so great. This blah, blah, blah. And they'll they'll die with that secret knowing that they, they got away with doing a little something. And it won't matter. 'Cause it doesn't matter. Right. I don't know. I, I do I do think that this span of time is fun and in a way good for baseball. Uh I'm not like I'm not gonna be like well, jumping I, up and down if it happens, but
1: See, I just I disagree with you. I don't think it's really any good for baseball because it's the Yankees.
0: I I I can agree with really- what you're saying.
1: Everybody's watching them anyway. If this was like you know, if it was fucking, you know, if it was no, you know, not, not even because that's the fucking the Cardinals. You know, I'm, I'm trying to think of like who's somebody that hits a lot of home runs on a team that doesn't get televised.
0: Like I mean, well, I mean, well, like what if it were Mike, Mike Trout?
1: No, because Mike—that's Mike Trout.
2: Like, uh, for example, like Sean or Paul,
1: or Paul Goldschmidt. Hmm. I don't well, know where he's playing now. Is it Cardinal Cardinal? Oh, is he a Cardinal? All right, well fuck him then.
0: <laughs> but I agree with what you're saying, Paul. I think that that is an excellent hey. point. No, I mean You don't agree. Really. I would think it's much more exciting if it was a team that wasn't like the center of attention anyway.
2: Like CJ Cron. There you
0: go. You know, Kyle, you should
1: stop. Hey,
2: Why is it Kyle,
1: game? <laughs> Kyle, do you think Kendall's gonna explode if um the Ashers and the Mets play each other in the world series?
2: Yeah, he he would root for
1: the astros I would not yeah, I think okay.
0: would. I would not I and think I, would. No and I and I wouldn't be like well at least one of the teams are like one either I wouldn't be that way I would acknowledge if the astros won I would acknowledge them being better and and winning but I would I would not be like
2: happy But You wouldn't be mad I would be <laughs> You were pretty excited when the Royals won
0: I was not what Where were you?
2: In the same hotel room. Yes, and
0: you know. (laughs) It's a dark day.
2: Yeah, you had a rough day. It was a rough day. Yeah, big time. Paul loved it. What do I love? That day that Kendall smoked a thousand cigarettes.
1: Yeah, it was a pretty rough day for Kendall. Yeah, those
0: were all Jeffs, too. (laughs) I don't think I paid for any of those.
1: You don't pay for any of them. Oh, my God.
2: You don't. You mooch off the fucking vape.
0: That's not true.
1: Paul, is that true? I mean, he... Actually, yes, because the only vape I've ever seen you smoke that was yours was one I purchased. And I appreciated it. I'm not saying you didn't appreciate it. It's still
0: mooched. (laughs)
2: Well, I did I pay him back for it?
0: I did not. I did not. But I like to think that, you know, somewhere along the line, I'll pay him back in another way. I mean, if, if there's a running tab for me somewhere, call the bill. I will pay. I I don't want people to think that I'm, I'm holding out on them. If I people feel like I, I owe them something, I'll pay.
1: I do have a running tab. All the furies bought in you. I, I have a running tab. <laughs> Not counting gifts, I don't like. I don't keep tabs on like bottles of booze I've given them from work, but like you know, like thirty packs I've picked up and all. That. I have all that stuff. I I write it all down because one day, one day long from now, when the total has reached an a, an amount that you'll never be able to pay back no matter how hard you try, then that's when I'll tell you how much you owe me.
0: Which is fair because I'm a I, good friend. I think there there are there there's a a disproportionate amount that I you know consume more than contributed however however there are been plenty of times especially this past year where i purchased the beer exclusively exclusively multiple times and did not act ask or expect anything in return and does that you know affect my total on someone else's? perhaps perhaps and it it may chisel some away but i and it, it won't it won't you know prevent the total from getting greater in the future but
2: yeah but like you buy the larger amount of beer for yourself I drink it you know that we can't drink all of that so you drink it
0: no I drink it so everyone could have some people can't Kendall's keep stuff. up it's it's not it's not my problem
2: Kenno you're a fucking fish
0: yes I am and I approve this message <laughs>
2: No, so, I, can't keep up.
1: Uh, I got some questions for you. I got a baseball question for you, Kyle. Kendall, feel What's free. What's buddy? Chi- so the White Sox have four players that are set to become free agents.
2: Okay.
1: I'd like to know what you think, what your opinion is on what you think they should do with them. Okay. Kendall, feel free to chime in. Thank you. So the first one is Elvis Andrus, who they required via trade. Oh, no, they actually just signed him, right? Yeah, they signed him. Yeah, so Elvis Andrews, who, who, when he came to the White Sox, had a very good, very good. Here, I'll give a, I'll give some stats to go with what they did this year to see what you guys think. So this year, as a White Sox, he batted 278 with nine walks. Oh, sorry, I want to give the full stat line here. All right, this year with the White Sox, he batted 278 with a slugging of 467. He had nine walks, 10 stolen bases, 25 RBIs, and eight home runs in basically 40 games.
2: Give him a one year deal to back up Tim Anderson.
1: So, well, here's my question: Do you have him back up Tim Anderson, or do you consider signing him to a deal and putting him at second and bringing Josh Harrison off the bench?
2: You could do either or. Um, I think he's more of a like a spark plug guy now because he struggled very much so in Oakland and the last few years of Texas, but maybe the yeah. White Sox can bring the best out of him.
0: I agree. I don't know how old he is now, but I, I kind of envision him a more off-the-bench guy. A, a very solid off-the-bench guy. Anyway.
1: Alright. Next, we have Kyle's favorite player of all time. Vince Velasquez. <laughs> you, um, you give him a max so Vince deal. Velasquez, Vince Velasquez this year uh he pitched third games oh, he pitched in 26 games he went he, as not a starter I should also say because um, he was a starter for the Phillies for a long time um, not a starter he was a bullpen guy. he, he did go three and three um, he had in 72 innings pitched. He gave up 11 home runs, 23 walks, 64 strikeouts, and had a WHIP of one two three six, and his ERA was four eight
2: eight. I gave him a minor league deal with an invite to spring training. That's just not good enough numbers to be a reliable reliever. He's definitely not a good starter.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I guess he's sort of a, a nothing to lose guy, off from something because he's relatively been healthy and yeah, the numbers haven't been great, but sometimes you just need a warm body. Okay, all
1: right. Um. Next on the list. Is Johnny Cueto. So Johnny Cueto in twenty four in twenty three starts this season went seven and ten with an ERA of three three nine. He pitched one hundred and fifty one innings, gave up fourteen home runs, thirty three walks, and had ninety eight strikeouts.
2: Hmm. I give him a two-year deal,
1: Because he oh, was wow. really like
2: best pitcher for a
1: while. No, he wasn't. Dylan Cease was always the best pitcher. I'm sorry, you're number two for a while.
2: Yeah. yeah so he in the, when he first got up there for like the first like five or six starts, he was awesome. I give him a two-year deal; It'll be your four or five.
0: I think he's he's worth bring it back because he's a guy you kind of know what you're going to get he's pitched for a while and, and, and he
1: just threw like a 65-yard touchdown debo samuel Yeah. <laughs> 57 yard, sorry it was pretty much all debo's work was it yeah it was like a four-yard pass that debo caught and then just made everybody miss about fucking time you did something <laughs> Alright, And then last on this list, and this is the one I think is the most interesting, is Jose Abreu. Gotta bring him back. So, so Jose Abreu was—he batted three o. He's batting three o four in six hundred and seventy-one plate appearances. He's batting three o four with one hundred and eighty-one hits, thirty-eight doubles. 15 home runs, 75 RBIs, and 61 walks. You gotta bring him back. He's your leader. And 110 strikeouts, which is his career low.
2: You're not gonna find many much better first basemen than you are with him,
1: so. Oh, I agree with you. And on top of it, he's going to be. Oh, Kendall, to answer your question from before, uh, Elvis Andrus is 34. Okay. Jose Abreu is 35. So my question is, you can't you're not going to bring back Jose Abreu because he also you got to remember too. I mean, he played Cuban baseball, but he, he's only, he's not he still has years in the tank because he wasn't playing in the MLB until he was 27. So, can they bring him back and keep doing Andrew Vaughn in the outfield, or do you think Andrew Vaughn showed enough to let have the White Sox say, you know what, we're not going to pay all this money, we're not going to pay. Any big money to Jose Abreu? We're going to keep Andrew Vaughn and let him be our first baseman of the future, and and invest more money into you know get a into a outfielder. I think they keep them both. Well, they're keeping Andrew Vaughn's under contract. So you think you think Jose Abreu comes back?
2: Yeah, I think he dies a white sock.
1: Agreed. I didn't ask you. Sorry. Nerd. Next year is going to be great. There are so many free agents next year for people I don't want to see go. And so many that I want to see go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I'll bring back three of the guys you want to... You don't want to see go. You want to see go. Oh, no.
1: There's one of them I'm not worried about. He's gone for sure. Who's that? Yasmani Grandal. Is he a free agent? He'll be a free agent. Not he'll be a free agent after next season, but he has just not panned out.
2: Yeah, he's been a rough guy.
1: Yeah, AJ Pollock will be a free agent. I think I think they'll let him walk at that point. Lucas Giolito has next year to figure out what kind of pitcher he's going to be. Josh Harrison will. Josh Harrison will probably go, go just due to age. And then I just I hope they bring back. Reynaldo Lopez and Adam Engel.
0: Josh Harrison, back to the Pirates.
1: Yeah,
2: I He looked so cool as a white sock, though.
1: He did hit a two-run home run tonight. That's fucked up. Alright, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if we have enough time to do what Kyle talked about. We kind of went off the rails and stuff, but
2: so we could do it quickly. We can do a sport that we're all good with.
1: I didn't really read it, so I don't know exactly what we're doing.
2: It's an all-time draft. I've been watching a lot of videos, so I wanted to get to it. Okay. We could do, do NBA just because the three of us probably better. You do right. the NBA.
1: Sure. All
2: right. So we'll do a ten pick, eleven picks.
1: Oh my God, we're doing a full team.
2: Yeah. Starting size, a bench. And a coach? Yep, obviously. Coach will pick class, though.
1: No, I think you should but, pick coach. I think you should just put it into your draft. You pick wherever you want to pick.
2: All right, that's fine. So it, it's literally all time. So any error.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Kendall,
1: randomize it, please. One moment, I gotta, pull, I gotta pull up a note here so I can.
2: I'm
0: doing the same thing.
2: Would you like me to write it down for you guys? Yes.
0: No, it. Oh, you got? It?
1: No, I mean, like, I got mine.
0: No.
1: Do you want to write it down for you, Kendall?
0: Yes, I will make a note. But if you have a, if you keep track of everybody, that'd be better for me. <laughs> okay, our order is Kyle, me. Paul.
2: All
1: right. I'm assuming we're going snake. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Snake it up. And then uh, the first pick of the draft is already set. And it's a shooting guard from the Chicago Bull,
1: Michael Jordan. It. You can't believe we took Rip Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sleeper. Okay, um, because controversy sells, I will take LeBron jams.
2: What do as your three, Kendall? Oh, as all my guys.
0: He's actually coming off the bench. Oh. All right,
1: um, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to lock down, uh, Shaquille O'Neal at my center. And then uh, at uh, power forward, I'm going to lock down Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Good pick.
0: Hey, you know what I want to see, which would be kind of funny? I want to make see LeBron make a big stink about trying to win six-man of the year it <laughs> just have it be like a whole <laughs> thing. I
2: know you're a bitch.
0: All right. Hey, that's not nice. Uh... Not a nice guy. See, this is tough, because I don't, we got to fill the roster. I can't just, just pick players to pick players. You picked one guy. No, I <laughs> understand that.
1: You just want to pick a small forward. Just throw him on your fucking bench.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to end up with a bunch of small <laughs> forwards, is what I'm saying.
1: Who, who uh, Kendall, I, I'm thinking of, like, 10 players right now that should be drafted as the next 10 players drafted, and none of them are even small forwards.
0: I was I, speaking hypothetically. All right. I'm going to take. Paul, would you pick? What were your two picks?
1: Just me. I picked Dak and Kareem. All right. I'm going to take Kobe. Damn. Uh, you couldn't have taken Kobe. I
2: could
1: have put him at three. No, you couldn't. He never played three.
2: Yeah, I could have. I could have put Jordan no. at three. See, this is a situation
0: no. I didn't want to be All
2: in. Alright. I guess I'm going to take Magic. Very bird. Damn. It's a good, good, good squad right there.
1: I was really hoping to, be able to get magic and cope all later. <laughs> <laughs> Does Kittle even have a
2: catch?
0: I'm gonna take. Um, I'll take Wilt Chamberlain. Reach. I'm taking him for the personality more than the player. Kidding. I need someone to make headlines, the bad kind.
1: Uh, I'm going to take Steph, and I'm going to take my first bench piece here, and I'm going to take power forward slash center Bill Russell. RIP.
0: All right.
2: Not up, Kendall.
0: We're gonna take what?
2: Not up.
0: Wait, am I? I thought I'm up.
2: Paul has back-to-back.
0: Back. Didn't he take two? I,
2: I did. didn't hear. What was I the took, other
0: one? I took Steph oh, Curry.
2: I, no, not Bill Russell. Sorry, didn't Russell. hear
0: that. I'm gonna take uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Slow city down.
2: He's going to be your four.
0: Um, I'm thinking he's going to coach. No, I'm just
2: joking.
1: If I find another bench piece, I want Bill Russell to be my coach. (laughs) All right.
2: I'm taking Timmy D. Duncan and the fuck you, Kendall. Huh? I'm just gonna take Duke and Melange. God damn it. And I'm gonna take David Robinson.
0: See, I'm very bad at um. Oh, this guy's gonna play the two. This guy's gonna play the four. Like to me, it's like you know, you play center, you play um, you know, shooting guard, and uh, then you you just gotta you play point guard, and you gotta be able to do it all.
2: Hey which,
0: hey, which Malone was the mailman?
2: Carl.
1: Which Malone was the mailman? So Kendall <laughs> Kendall's looking at a list.
0: I'm just on NBA.com.
1: Okay, so the 49ers are winning 14 to 6 at the half, and Matt Stafford has been sacked like seven times. Take Carl
0: Malone.
2: First bench piece.
0: Damn. Didn't anticipate doing that.
2: Man, Kendall, you have so many pigs.
1: All right, so it's my pick?
2: Yeah, you're back-to-back, son.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm just looking up to see, Uh, okay, yeah, this guy can only play that position, okay. That's what I thought, but I just want to make sure.
0: Hold on. Taking Robert Perisher. All right.
1: I'm gonna take uh, Scotty Pippen and Allen Iverson. Round out my starting five.
2: All right, Dickhead Reed, you're up. All
0: right, what do I need to fill out my my five. You need a
2: point guard. You need a point guard.
0: Is Carmelo a small forward?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Thought so. Hmm.
3: Man.
1: I don't know how it's taking you this long.
3: Because
1: <laughs> I don't know the positions. We haven't even
0: picked 20 people yet. Yeah, but I just know Dude, the players.
3: So ask us.
2: I'll give you a hint there's two white guys that are point cards on the list that you're looking at.
1: Also, Charles Barkley's a better small forward than Carmelo.
0: (laughs) Can I pick Lawrence Bird?
2: I already picked him.
1: Damn. it's The first white guy I thought of. Hey, hey, did you guys know that Zach Wilson has more receiving touchdowns in New York than Kenny Galladay does? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Like for a career, not just a season.
2: You also sleep with more moms.
1: Hilarious. Yeah.
2: Kendall, man. she go to the NBA top 75 and pick somebody from there.
0: Is Chris Paul a point, point guard? Yes. I'll take him, then. All right. Think of the guys who dribble the
2: ball first.
1: It was so painful. Alright,
2: I'm going with Kevin Durant off the bench.
1: He's not coming off the bench. What do you mean? It's, he's not going to come off. He's going to put up a stink. and yeah, not-
2: my backup four is going to be Kevin Garnett. Okay. Thank you, sir. And we have to wait for forty-five minutes for Kendall to
0: pick. Charles Barkley. Oh,
2: all right.
0: Listen, now that I got my starting five, it doesn't matter. I'm just picking guys I like.
2: Paulus, you're up. (laughs) What did he take? He took Barkley.
1: Oh, all right. Uh, My backup point guard slash center is going to be Oscar Robinson.
2: I was very surprised to find out he was a point guard when we did that.
1: Yeah, I always knew who he was, but like,
2: for whatever reason. I just thought he was a big guy. I know. Yeah, one more pick.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, sorry. (laughs) Um. right, let's see. Everything in my body is telling me to take Clyde Frazier. That just seems like such a bad idea. Let's see. I think I'm gonna go my forward off the bench, Dr. J.
2: Alright, Kenny, you're up.
1: Um did
0: anybody take the delivery driver Moses Malone? No. Welcome to the team. In history, you will say M period Malone.
2: My backup point guard is gonna be Steve Nash Three, four, five. I need a 2 2 and a 5 and then I'm gonna take back up to i I'm going to take Reggie Miller. Four to one Diamondbacks. Kendall, you're up.
0: Um, I'm going to take Patrick Ewing.
2: Fall back-to-back, baby. All right.
1: Um, I am... I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with off the bench at forward, Giannis angler combo. And then I'm going to take Greg Popovich as my coach. Right,
2: can I get a bench and a coach left?
0: All right, am I taking them both now? No.
1: Am I taking
0: them both now? Right, so did you run out your list right there?
1: No, no he I has have a bench. The
0: oh. Dick? Yeah, Dick for meal. Did me take Dirk? No. Nah. I'll take Dirk.
2: God damn it, Kendall.
0: Typed it in as Dork.
2: The, the fact that you have all power forwards off your bench is uh, a fucking Yeah, back up five. Fuck it. I'm going to take James Worthy. Nice. And my coach is going to be Phil Jackson.
1: You ready to see Kendall take a a coach he's never ever heard of before? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to take Phil Jackson as the player here.
1: This is what's going to happen. you ready for this? Kendall Kendall should take this guy, who has no idea who he is, but instead he's going to take Pat Riley.
2: He's going to take Larry Brown? No,
1: he's not going to take Larry Brown. Hmm. it's literally down to two people just fucking pick
2: I would even consider taking a current day guy who? Doc? no No. Steve Kerr
0: well I feel like I you know judging by what you've told me and what I've just kind of looked up this red Auerbach you know seems like the guy to pick Seems like he's won a lot of championships in Boston, and though I yeah, despise that. that city, that's who I'm going to take. He
2: nine Hall of Famers.
1: Yeah, including including the, the my bench piece. <laughs> All right, put me
0: down for it's Red Jennifer Foreman, God. please. All
1: right, and then I'm going to take a uh, guard, John Stockton. Oh, we're done. South.
2: All uh, right, so we you know who has the worst thing. Kyle, yeah. Kendall, you have five power forwards off your bench.
0: Yeah, and I'll tell you what—that means I, I, I have the strongest position out of all you guys. So take that. Depth, depth, depth.
1: I only have one weakness, and it's it's uh it's defense for my guards and my starting five. Your starting five, Shaq. No, 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 I'm saying defense on my guard side. Oh, They got Curry and Iverson, but 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 my defense on my team is unstoppably good. You
2: got a good Scottie,
1: team, Scotty Pippen, Kareem, Shaq, Julius Irving, Giannis, John Stockton, Bill Russell. My team is going to average forty blocks a game.
2: <laughs> I I got Magic, Jordan, Bird, Duncan, David Robinson, Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett. Steve Nash, Reggie Miller, James Worthy, and Phil Jackson. And can, as I well you, tr-
1: can I tell you why I'm going to win? Why? Because Jordan and Reggie Miller and Larry Bird are going to keep fighting each other the whole time.
2: Soldier <laughs> Jackson will make it do the triangle.
1: The triangle? <laughs> <laughs> Here, we're going to win a triangle. All three of you are just okay. going to f- stand in a line. <laughs> Do not go near one another.
2: I got like three of the best players of all time in their errors.
1: Could you you imagine? Could you imagine a pick for AI? Obviously, not going to practice.
0: (laughs) You're just going to deal with it.
2: I wish you took Rodman. You have the most controversy on your team
1: thinking Rodman. Rodman and fucking Alan Iverson just getting fucking high at breakfast <laughs> and then Bill Russell and Oscar Robinson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar are all talking about how like there's no way that this would have been allowed in their time <laughs> also I feel like I have the, the best one white guy for my team in John Stockton Stockton's solid man it's definitely
2: down to you or me
3: yeah
2: no offense,
0: Kendall. Listen, if you need a power forward, come talk to me. But you
2: don't need a power forward because your team sucks. LeBron and Kobe, Kobe
0: Listen, until, Kendall's team? Until we put it through the simulator, we won't know for sure.
2: Kendall's got Chris Paul, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Akim Juan, Will Chamberlain, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Moses Malone, Patrick Ewing, and Dirk.
1: You you don't have enough scoring. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Kobe and LeBron are going to average sixty a game, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> yes, but think about it:
0: the mailman, addition to the delivery man, forget about it.
1: wrong, <laughs> so well, you have good defense.
0: It's the law firm of Malone and Malone.
1: Yeah. Also, check <laughs> is going to eat dirt.
0: Yeah, but Dirk's just there to look pretty.
1: Well, if you're going to go that route, then you should have taken Jason Kidd.
0: <laughs> you know what? No, he's, he's right.
1: you could have had a baldman.
0: It's true. And, and best in the building.
1: I don't know, man. I think the best baldman in the building is Mike Bibby. <laughs> you do this again with the not top 75 players? All right, let's, let's do this again, but with big three only. Oh, first pick, Tino Mobley. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. I'll take the second pick, and I'll take uh, Stacks. <laughs> i will go ahead and take him, because, you know, he's the best player in the big three.
2: <laughs> Joe Johnson is probably the best big three player of all time.
0: Does that league still exist?
2: Steven Jackson sucked. Who was that random guy that was good? Andre something. Andre Owens.
1: Man. So apparently there was someone running around um, Levi Stadium with a smoke bomb during a TV timeout and Bobby Wagner went helmet to head on him. Oh my god. Like, he literally fucking speared him helmet first into his head. In the hospital.
2: And arrested.
0: How does something like that happen? How do you sneak that
2: into a game? Easy. Heroin. There you go.
0: Yeah, so next Philadelphia game, Phillies game. You bring in one of those.
2: I will not. Because that like being there?
0: I don't. I'm just saying you're saying it's easy.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't want to do it. <laughs> I listen. I, I'm not saying you do, but you gotta you gotta prove it. You gotta be the scapegoat.
2: You know what, Kendall? Eat shit. Oh, I will. Eat my shorts. <laughs> who lives in that pineapple under the tree
0: <laughs> those were incorrect lyrics
2: oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. I've got about 50, 15 minutes left
0: you want to give us your uh, ideal dunk donuts order
2: yeah sausage, egg, and cheese and a plain bagel.
0: nice what about, How your, about you well what's your what's your bev power color oh. nice I do like the, I do like coffee. the bacon egg and cheese on the bagel I'm eating a lot of those in my day
2: with a black hot coffee
0: um I have ordered that I I'll drink coffee anyway. It doesn't really bother me. Any temperature. Are you, Paul?
2: Um. I do <sighs> Plain bagel toast with butter?
3: No.
1: Not
2: that
1: Jeff, but... Probably 10 pounds of that snack and bacon. <laughs> no, um. Um. Honestly, probably, probably an onion bagel toasted with veggie cream cheese and a uh, butter pecan iced coffee. What was that? Butter pecan iced coffee. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and, and unrelated notes, apparently Kim Kardashian stopped taking the stuff that makes her look thick so that she can look slimmer and now she looks ill hmm. and what was that
0: I just assumed that she was I don't know I don't know what I assumed
1: I, what it, I, I saw a thing that said what it was let's see go back to this page <laughs> Kim uh, I want a
2: bagel or cream cheese
1: Kim Kardashian has stopped getting her famous BBL in an effort to make her look slimmer. I don't know what BBL is. Oh, I'll look it up. It's a big, yes, we do. big
0: bacon lettuce.
2: Ah, uh, big black lips.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, That made me laugh. No, it that is very funny. Um, uh, Basically, it's just like her butt lift. Anna was
2: know,
1: not happy with that. What? I don't know why her buttless? Why would her butt lift make her look thinner? Why would shrinking your butt cheeks make your waist small?
2: Ray J didn't hit it first, apparently.
0: Well, he did in the song.
2: You just think that about Kanye,
0: right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, all that nonsense. I did like Sexy can I."
2: So. I like Ray J.
0: And then uh, Youngberg oh. with that subpar verse.
1: Yeah, Youngberg is the best.
2: <laughs> you know who sucks all Houston rappers?
1: You know...
0: Why do you got to make this about me? (laughs) I didn't even say anything really wrong. What? Am I wrong?
2: Yes. You know who's better than Houston rappers? Chicago rappers.
0: I have a great deal of love and respect... For Chicago rappers. And I will say this. I think in just lyrical ability, look no further. I think Chicago has the upper edge. I prefer the stylings of Houston, but it's a different
1: type of rap. I can't believe that you just said that Chicago rap sucks.
0: Did you imagine that? Just totally flip the script. Like, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> Just negate every <laughs> point you <Yeah>. made. <laughs> so I was like, hey, get a load of this guy.
1: <laughs> this guy said. <laughs> this
0: guy's a phony.
2: He's a phony. He's a big, fat
0: phony. I like how in Family Guy, they I don't remember what the episode was, but he was in it again. And <laughs> Peter's like, oh, it's that guy.
2: <laughs> I still love Carl the
1: most <laughs> Do you see Kroll? Yeah, you don't need to <laughs> You know what's funny is I feel like Kroll is just Kyle's shallow hell <laughs> Which is actually funny Because that, that movie was referenced on the Tony Kornheiser show the other day Was it? Shallow hell? Yeah health? It's a bad movie Oh, I'm not disagreeing.
2: With you. <laughs> Jack Wax is a fucking hot chick for a fat chick.
0: Hey, don't forget Jason Alexander's in that. Who? Um, from um Seinfeld, George.
2: Oh, okay. Fuck that show. Right, I've never seen it. <laughs> <It's
0: just laughs> totally out of the gate
2: you know i kind of like things that you like
0: hey i kind of like things you like
2: except the friars
0: yeah and i don't even think you like the friars i think you like them just because i don't like them
2: yeah that's definitely it
1: messed up that you would just say that
2: (laughs) (laughs) friars are bad (laughs) but it's funny how much you hate them
0: yeah for those who don't know This was many years ago. Kyle found this a cappella group called The Friars and was insistent that I had to watch it. And it was just horrible. They're like, like playing this live show. And it's just so annoying. The songs are so long. You love it.
1: You
2: love
0: it. I don't even know how you found it.
2: Dude, I used to watch a lot of
0: shit. This is true. Big time uh, LimeWire guy,
1: too.
2: Yep. A lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot
1: of viruses he- on my brother's computer. When I was a, uh, when I was a, 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 youth, a, a freshman ish area high schooler, I used to use LimeWire uh, because you could download uh, full length browser videos from LimeWire. <laughs> I used to download pretty much all of them.
2: Hey, is this Bang
1: Brothers? (laughs) Captain Stabbing. (laughs) Captain Forward. So it's a... Yeah. uh, yeah, A bunch of people go on a boat and uh, some stuff happens.
2: That was the episode uh, where Mike gets kidnapped, right? The Taken episode?
1: I have a particular lack of skills. (laughs) I will never be able to find you. (laughs) I have a stick of chewing gum and a (laughs) Casio wristwatch. You may have one of them. (laughs) Draconoir. Meg will listen very closely to me. Panic. (laughs) What does our show become? (laughs)
2: Lois. Meg's dead.
1: He said you know one line that always makes me laugh? There's an episode where they forget how old Meg is when they're having her birthday. Mm-hmm. And Peter goes, what if we cut off one of her legs and see how she <laughs> dreams?" <rings her> inside? <laughs> makes me laugh every time I hear it. It's just so stupid.
2: Dance dance life for me, Lois. Oh my god. That's kind of sad.
0: That's one of those scenes... He, like, when he gets up on his tippy-toes and reaches out, he's like, dance with me, Lois. Dance with this, and he crashes into oh. There are some episodes that... I I watch Family Guy all the time. Uh, and for as many times I've seen certain episodes, there are certain lines that will just get me, like, crying. Still,
2: like... Yeah. It's so funny. You're a big fan of the McBurger
0: Town too. Oh my god, when they're touring the Mc... when he and Brian are touring the McBurgertown uh facility and the the guy gave him the tour is like, now if you excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom for 30 minutes cuz I eat a lot of red meat. It just <laughs> It's just so ridiculous.
2: And it doesn't turn you on? Yeah, but people use the word rubbish. For <laughs> oh,
0: when, when, they're, yeah, when they're tied up down in the basement?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm actually getting excited.
1: I'm going to use my Helm of Disintegration. You <laughs> can use Helm Oh, right. I'm a black guy.
0: <laughs> I think in uh, that scene, too... Uh, Oh, maybe I'm confusing it, but Lois, they're going to role, role play he, Lois and Peter, and Lois comes in dressed as Grimace. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> You're always in the mood for Grimace. Cooper yeah. 11
2: tonight.
1: <laughs> Who does? Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much the only offense they've had. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else has just been blown up at the line of scrimmage or been a sack to the effort. I'm really glad that Allen Robinson left to go be a non-factor in a different offense. (laughs) And then they just threw a screen to him.
2: Was it a touchdown?
1: No, the Cooper Cup.
2: Was it just,
1: a touchdown?
2: No, I got him down to the
1: nine. Beer
2: reviews? The Straight City is whatever. I've said it a hundred times. I only drink one at a time because I'm not really a big fan of it. Um, I think Paul would like this
1: because it's <laughs> not too heavy. What? Make a video. Of, make a video of yourself dumping
0: them out. I will. Fuck you, Actually, I was gonna text you guys, but I, I didn't. Uh, remember all those beers that were underneath the the staircase here? Mm-hmm. All like the, the toasted lagers and whatnot. I dumped them all out the other night.
1: Did you try them first?
0: No, I I I smelled one, and it was really funky.
1: So yeah, it's not even worth it. Did you drink while you were dumping them out?
0: No, no,
1: well, just just no, dumped not them. one of them or something different.
0: No, just dumped them out.
1: It was in a, the sink, was... or outside?
0: In the sink. Really stunk up the sink.
1: You know what you should do next time. You have to do that. You should take a
0: bath. Oh, you know what? I should have done that. There would probably been enough beer to make a very thin layer, but just enough to kind of like sit in and be disgusting. I should have done that. I wish I thought of it.
1: It so gross. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And it would smell Rebecca so bad. But it would have been funny. Rebecca walks, in. Rebecca walks in. What are you doing? Well, I'm sitting in a bath that's about 1% beer, 95% <laughs> foam. <laughs> yeah. And I got a shit. Uh, uh, Kendall, how was your hair?
0: uh So I dabbled again with the uh beer Bloody Mary using the Manny's Ultimate Bloody Mary mix. Finished that bad boy off. And I used Yingling Traditional Lager this compared to using just budweiser i liked a lot less uh i think budweiser has a better base to kind of pair with it i think the yingling is just too it, it's too uh, it's, it's tough to say like it doesn't add a lot of fl- like other flavor notes it just kind of makes like a carbonated bloody mary mix uh you're, you're a
3: sick fuck
0: but I mean, this is—it's a thing. It is a drink. I'm not just doing this like on a whim, like oh, let's see what happens with this. Uh,
2: Tell me, would you would you not try it?
0: No, I, I mean, I I've done this, part and I will do it again. Uh I give this rendition two out of five.
1: Hey Kendall, you know what I want to do for our first show at your at your house? What's that? I want to get everybody there. I want to do the cocktail show again. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that a lot.
2: I won the cocktail show.
0: Because mm. you're a good guy. You are.
1: I am not. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Hey, you, you know who's a celebrity that's pretty gross looking, but Kyle's probably all for? Who's that? Flow from Progressive. <laughs> Who? The Flow Progressive Girl.
2: Like the, you know what I am.
0: That is yeah. very funny.
1: She's kind of hot. Dolls down. I do Do you care to take a stab at where they can find us? Yeah, CaptainStabbing dot com. Bingo. Hmm. <laughs> you care to take a real stab or? <laughs> All right. You can find us at Instagram <laughs> and Facebook at Getting Sports With Drunk. Make sure to find us on Twitter at GSWD underscore four. Nobody? Did you, oh, did he uh, die? What?
2: Did you die? What
0: are you talking Ooh. about?
2: Yeah, what are you talking about? I can't hear Kendall. Did you hear me? Now I can
0: <laughs> uh, Use right. the hashtag. No. Uh, whether it's drinking a beer in a bloody Mary mix or uh, not knowing the positions that, uh, you know, are required to draft a uh, basketball team.
1: Uh, tune in and find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify. We're everywhere. Yeah.
0: We, we cover uh, the ground. Yeah.
1: Kendall, could, you, could you tell them about the fine network we record on?
0: Yes, we are very fortunate to be part of uh, PPRN Radio Network, uh, P- uh, excuse me, Peter Pino Show, Wednesdays at 7.30, uh, and every other Saturday is Mixtape Saturday. I believe we have an upcoming Mixtape weekend, so stay tuned for the upcoming lineup, and uh, whenever the shows are not on, it's music 24-7.
1: Beautiful. Well, I don't know what we got planned for next week, but it'll be something good. Until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mock. Nope. Nope.
2: I'm the, <laughs> the Mass <master> Chris Massey.
1: <laughs> nope.
0: And the Red of a Red Baron.
1: Yeah. we